Welcome to Daily Wisdom, The Good Life. I'm your host, Michael Parkman, and this podcast is designed to give you strategies to reduce anxiety, stress, and live the good life. Welcome to Daily Wisdom, The Good Life. I'm your host, Michael Parkman, and this podcast is designed to give you strategies to reduce anxiety, stress, and live the good life. We certainly live in interesting times. Government-mandated stay-at-home orders, schools closed, job loss, children underfoot, mortgage, rent payments due, social distancing, and the possibility of contracting the coronavirus has disrupted our daily lives as nothing has before. How do we cope with all of these variables in uncertain times? Many of us have had to deal with either being unemployed or working from home. Spending the entire day with our mates and children while trying to negotiate the new normal can be extremely stressful. The inability to go out and entertain ourselves, the lack of shopping, food, and paper product shortages add to our ever-growing anxieties. Our anxieties bubble to the surface, exploding into a fear-laden, sharp-tongued response to even the slightest provocation. These reactions give rise to negative and hurt feelings, that often results in an equally cynical and hurtful response. Given the fact that the stay-at-home edict will go on for the foreseeable future, imagine the resulting buildup of tensions in our households. It is times like these in which we must return to reason, our ruling faculty. We must actively exercise the fruit of the Spirit, and the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Galatians 5, 22, 23. Don't allow yourself the liberty of acting as a result of your first impulse. Allow that impulse to subside and return to reason. Look inward to determine the cause of your emotional response. Resist the impulse to blame others for your actions, inactions, or responses. Keep in mind that you alone have the power to control your actions unless you give it away. Make this your oft-repeated mantra. It is not things that disturb me, but my opinion of things. Change your opinion and the disturbance goes away. You have the absolute power to change your opinion. Why then don't you use it? Perhaps the reason you don't change your opinion is because of tradition. Reactions that you learn from your parents or significant others are habits that you no longer remember where they began. You say, I have always reacted in this fashion, but must you always respond in the same way? Before you form an answer defending your reaction, consider your life has changed as a result of this pandemic. So you do have the ability to change if forced. Rather than let an outside force coerce you to change, you become your agent of change. Just as you are attempting to adjust to the ever-changing environment we live in, adapt your thinking to suit your interpersonal situation. Consider the people that you are lashing out at have the same fears and anxieties that you do. They are living in the same conditions that disturb you. Our nerves are raw. Fear and anxiety lurk just below the surface, awaiting the perfect moment to strike. 
the moment arrives, one or more of our family members say or do something that triggers the release of those pent-up emotions. You explode with the fury of a long, dormant volcano, bewildering all within earshot of the ferociousness of your response. You shout, curse, and blame everyone for your predicament, failing to realize that it's your thinking that has bedeviled you. You have not taken stock of your emotional state. You then let your emotions have the rule over you, and the result is a disaster. Ask yourself this question. Did your emotional outburst do anything to improve your situation? Is anyone with an earshot of your response made better by your reaction? Probably not. It is at this time that you should begin to look inward to discover the true source of your emotional state. It is never a bad idea to take stock of yourself and your emotional well-being. Doing so will help to alleviate social and interpersonal errors that would keep you from experiencing the good life. Please train yourself to partake of the fruit of the Spirit that I referenced earlier. Exercise patience with others as you wish others to have with you. Long-suffering is about being tolerant of others and their errors, knowing that you expect others to be tolerant of yours. Be gentle with others, because it is written, A soft answer turneth away wrath. Humble yourself before God and man, that you may not take yourself to be more elevated than you are. Above all, love one another as you wish to be loved. Cease to put expectations on others, for that is a recipe for danger to yourself. If you seek a tranquil life, how can that be possible when you are concerned about another's affairs? Learn to live in the moment, accepting each day's events as a learning experience. For in every circumstance, you can derive a lesson, either what to do or not to do, should these circumstances arise anew. Start today with small things and build your endurance daily. If anything stirs an emotion within you, pause and allow reason to assist you in determining your response. If you can do this, you will be on the path to the good life. Join us next time for Daily Wisdom, The Good Life. And be sure to subscribe to keep up with all future episodes and begin your path to the good life. Thank you for listening to The Good Life. And if you've enjoyed this program, please consider joining our ACAST Plus membership program to help support us as we continue to bring you information that will help you live your best life.